This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way, back again for another episode of our interview series. I'm very happy to say I'm joined once again by former Benfica youth coach, Joao Tralia. How are you doing, mate? Are you good, Joel? All good, thanks. And you? Yes, not bad. I'm hoping my pronunciation has improved from our last chat. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure you tell me if I got it wrong. So uh, I'm hoping that it's getting better. How are you, though? Are you good, Joel? Yes, I'm well and preparing for the, the next step, I hope. Yeah, of course. Um, and we wish you the absolute best of luck. And, and I look forward to seeing where this the next step is. And I'm sure, of course, you'll keep us up to date. So I look forward to it. But uh, I'm really curious to have a chat with you again, because the last time that we spoke, it was months ago is at the start of the season. And Arsenal had only just brought in Nuno Tavares into the into the site. And now we've had plenty of opportunities to see him. And where we find ourselves with four games left this season. He's playing regularly because, of course, Kieran Tierney has been out injured and so he's got his chance. But there was also a period at the start of the season where he was playing quite a lot again because Kieran Tierney was out. And then even when Tierney came back, he kept his place for quite a long period of time. So I'm curious, first of all, to just kind of know what you've made of him this season at Arsenal. Yes, I uh, I think he's, he's doing uh, what I expected do of course uh, as we talked before Arsenal is a, is a big club in, in England uh, in the best league in the world uh, of course is not uh, an easy adaptation for any player for any young player like Nuno is mm. but he's doing well so I, I believe the, um, the, um, the competition he have in the squad with one of the best fullbacks in, in the Premier League of course helps him for one one hand, it help it helps to to for him to to improve and to getting better and better. But uh, on the other hand, of course, uh, uh, he, he needs to he needs to compete with him to to play. So uh, and he's a youngster. He needs to comp- he, he needs to compete regularly. And I'm, I I believe like I believed uh, since the beginning when he went to Arsenal because I know him well that he, he was in the right environment because I know very well Mikel. It's a top-class coach, top-class person, and it's the best, the best coach to, to help him to, to, to adapt to this re- new reality. So uh, he, he, he's doing well, I believe. So we cannot forget he's only 22 years old mm. and he's coming from a different reality. Of course, he played for a big club uh, like Benfica is, but it's a different reality. Premier League, a different country, different dif- different language, different teammates. Yeah, you know, for a youngster, it's not easy. But uh, in terms of performances, um, I, I think he's improving. Mainly his defensive qualities, his defensive focus. Um, but I think that now the goal he scored against Man United helps him a, a little bit in, in terms of confidence. Mm. But yeah, I think he is improving. 
was he and is he do you feel a confidence player uh, 22 you know you see players that they need that boost and and you say there that goal against man united would have given that to him but was he a player that dealt with bad setbacks be that through you know injuries or not being necessarily in the team as often as he want does he deal with those situations from your experience as well yes he, he's a very clever guy he's a very clever boy uh, in terms of uh, emotional uh, qualities, is is good, is very good actually, and I think uh, you know, uh, regardless, is a is a youngster. I think he's a very mature player in terms of uh, emotional qualities, so he, he can deal with that, and I, I believe he dealt uh, with that uh, very good and with the help of everyone around him, mainly the coaching staff. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I have no doubt he dealt well, and I think is is the best the best response to that is is playing and is performing and is helping his team to, to to achieve results. One of the challenges he's faced certainly this year um, is a couple of times that he was substituted before the second half. Uh, he was obviously brought off early in the game against Nottingham Forest. He was substituted before the second half started against Crystal Palace. Arteta said that these were, you know, tactical decisions uh, at the time. Do you think that that would have hurt him, um, knowing that he couldn't complete the game? And how do you think he would have, from your understanding and from working with him, how he would have reacted in those moments? No, of course not. Um, I think Mikel said it all. It was a tactical decision, and the manager is, is the decision manager. Decision of the manager is is, is the most important thing to, to the player and to the team. So, um, I, I I don't believe he, he was hurted, but uh, but I think he, he understood because, uh, like Michael said, it was a tactical decision, and I, I think uh, it's not the only case. In the world, uh, have been mm. doing that. Uh, sometimes players does not like to 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 be subbed uh, or on the half time or before the second half, but that, that that's that's life and that's a football player life, and they need to 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 be prepared for that. So, I don't believe he was hurted. Uh, he, he doesn't like, of course, he, if he liked to be subbed, he cannot be a player, a, a top elite player like he is in Arsenal. So. The manager decision is, is it's, it's the most important thing, and I, I think Miguel made it for for the team, not mm. thinking about Nuno or thinking about any player. He, 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 he thinking he was thinking about the team and to improve the team, and Nuno just just need to, to understand that and just need to, to to keep going and to keep working. And I think uh, the best response to that was it, it now he's, he's performing, he's playing, and he never gave up. So and I know Nuno well. And I know Nunu probably he never likes to be subbed, even if he was subbed on the 90 minutes. Mm. Um, but that that's that's the, the the football play life, and you know how how it works, and he knows how it works. But he, he wants to play all the time possible. But the team is more important, and the the Mikel decisions it's it's the most important thing. And this kind of decisions will help him, Nunu, uh, to to be more prepared and to be more prepared for football life in terms of elite elite level. And mm. Now he's in elite level and Mikel 
need to think about the team and he, he did that and Nunu or any other player need to understand but I, I, I know Nunu and he's, he, he was not hurted he, he just wanted to, to prepare better and better and to getting better and better to help the team in those in those two games, um, he did face criticism, you know, from from some of his actions defensively mainly. And and one of the things this season that has been talked about from a fan perspective is, you know, how his strengths certainly are in going forwards right now. And when we spoke to you last, you you detailed how when he was younger he played as as more of a forward player. You know, he wasn't playing as as a defender. Talk to me again and, and, and maybe expand upon having now, you know, seen some a few of the struggles he's had defensively. Why why you made the the call along with the rest of your, you know, coaching team to convert him from that forward player to more of a left back in the position that he plays now? It's a different reality, you know, in terms of youths. Um, when you compare youths with senior level, it's a little bit different. Uh, of course, under 19, it's, it's, it's a little bit closer than the senior level than the other age groups, but uh, you know it's it, it's a different kind of it's a different game. Uh, and when you compete in Benfica and under 19, you know that some main qualities uh, are more linked with offensive offensive qualities, offensive competences, because you are you you spend the most part of the time attacking and try to hurt the the opponent than to be hurt and to to defend. So the Defensive qualities are a little bit different. You always you try to always press and you you press higher in, on the pitch. So it's a it's a different kind of defensive qualities. When you come to the professional level or not professional but the senior level, you you face different um, different uh, different things, challenges. different yeah different challenges in terms of defensive organization and and when when you come to the best league in the world like Premier League is, and when you play for Arsenal, it's a big club and you, you play every game to win, of course, the, the qualities are, are a little bit different and you need to be uh, completely prepared to defend. And I believe Nunu is getting better, is improving, mm. but the challenge is is having now, uh, it's, it's, it's much more, uh, it's harder than he had so far, so uh, that's why I believe you need to adapt. You need, you need adaptation. I, I'm, I'm totally convinced that sometimes he made some mistakes. Of course, it, I think it's normal for a young player and for someone who comes from a different reality. Uh, he he, he makes some mistakes. He had made some mistakes uh, on games, and I and, and I I can understand why you asking me that. Mm. But I know. And I, I know how he was when he started, and he was completely different. He was not um, mindset to defend sometimes, and we needed to help him to 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 to, to keep the focus on everything on the game, not only offensive. Everything mm-hmm. like defending, defending the box, defending the the goal, one v one situation in terms of defensive organization, the covering. The, the fulfilling spaces and try to be together with the block, the defensive block. So uh, it was a, a hard job for us, but uh, very reward because now we, we can see Nunu a different player. Now I think he, he, he's a little, 
it's a little bit um, more uh, concerned that he was on the past, and it, it, mm. it will it, it will help him a lot in terms of uh, improving his defensive qualities. But uh, I know that some of um, the qualities he have in terms of defensively is, is helping a lot uh, Arsenal, and it, it will help in future as well because uh, he have the the potential to do that. I think as sometimes as fans, and I speak now, you know, as an Arsenal fan myself, that, that there is something that I think we call recency bias. Um, I mean, we look at the last few games in a lot more detail than looking at the whole season or say games that happened in the past. And Tavares played in the first half of the season in a number of fixtures. You know, he's, he's got 11 Premier League starts this season, which I think is more than most people thought he, he might get in his first season. And in the first half of the season, he played really well in games away at Leicester, at home to Aston Villa, at home to Newcastle. He got the assist in that game for Bukayo Saka. And one of the consistent things in that was that he had Takahiro Tomiyasu on the other side. You know, a, a more disciplined, more reserved um, fullback compared to Tavares, who, as we know, is, is a lot more forward thinking. But during this run recently... He hasn't had Tommy Asu until that last game against West Ham. You know, Cedric has played on the other side, who again is, I think, is, is, is a very decent player defensively, but not in the sense that Tommy Asu is. I don't think he's on that same level. I think he's more of an offensive, similar to Tavares minded fullback. Do you think that having someone who is similar in, in his way of thinking, of being more offensive, more attacking on the other side, doesn't help him as much as, say, having Tomiyasu there, who is a little bit more or much more defensively minded to give you that balance in the back four? Uh, Tom, I, I understand the question uh, and it, it makes some some sense to me. But uh, but in the other side, uh, you know, you you have a, a top quality manager. You have mm. Mikel Arteta um, leading the, the process and you know, uh, and I know well him, and I know how he structured the team, how we have, how we have the his his idea well structured. And the job of of a coach is to try to find balances uh, in ev- ev- every single inch on on the pitch. You you know you try to find all the balances to to be offensive because Arsenal try to always uh, looking for for goals, scoring goals. Uh, and you need to 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 look for the balance to defend, and you need to to not concede goals and to be very compacted in terms of defensive organization. And you know, you need to find balances. And, and Mikel is the best person to understand how if I he can find balances on the team. And uh, I think the 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 answer is is, is very clear. The, the team now is very balanced. Uh, team improved so much. Since, since since he started, and team is so solid now at the moment that uh, these kind of balances, uh, no one better than him to understand how he can defend well and balance with attacking well as well. So uh, you you know if you have Nunu in the left side, forward-minded and he likes to to attack, and I know him, and you 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 know him now mm. because you you cannot ask Nunu just. To be there to defend and just to be a solid defender, he needs to attack. He needs to create. He needs to be close to the box and, and crossing or assist or, or try to shoot. He needs to do something near the box, the opponent box. So 
in the other side, uh, yeah, if you have a player like, like Tomiasso or, or Cedric, players like that, you know, you, you have a little bit more balance in terms of defensive organization. But uh, I, I understand the question, but I, I reinforce my idea. No one better than Mikel because mm. he's a top quality manager to understand how we can balance the team knowing the individual's profile, like Nunu is and like Cedric is and like Tomiasu is. And, you know, uh, I, I think the, the main question and the main answer I can help you mm. to understand is uh, just look at Arsenal is now so solid and you can understand how we can find balances. And the balances are there. Lastly, um, this this week, in fact, you know, suddenly there's been a few links transfer-wise to, to left-backs. Um, Arsenal, it's our understanding, and a colleague of mine, Chris Wheatley's understanding and reported this morning that Arsenal's interest in Aaron Hickey, who's a, a young Scottish left-back player for Bologna in Serie A, you know, is very real. And it's not, despite him being only 19, he's a player that could be going for a fee in the region of, you know, 20 million euros. So it's a sizable investment that you would think would look towards integrating him into the senior squad rather than one necessarily for the youth team and then forwards. If Arsenal are to say, and this is obviously purely speculation at this point, but say hypothetically, if Arsenal were to bring in another expensive left back into the team and they've only just extended Kieran Tierney's contract, if you were, say, speaking to Nuno Tavares, what would be kind of your advice to him? in that moment, knowing that you've got not only Kieran Tierney, but the possibility of, of another playing coming in, do you think that he would be right to, to stay and fight? Or do you think that he should have an open mind to the situation and maybe consider his future? Yes. Yes, Tom. I, I understand the question and what I would say. And of course, I will not comment speculation. Mm, uh, of course. Uh, not my way to think and my way to, to be in football, but and what I can say to you is, uh, of course, I would say to Nuno and any other player who plays for a club like Arsenal, if they are not ready to deal with these situations, players coming in, players coming out, uh, speculation, blah, blah, if they are not ready to, to deal with those situations, uh, he cannot play for Arsenal, of course. Uh, you need to be focused on helping the team now to, to play uh, the four games left to mm. achieve their goals, of course. And I know Nunu well, and I know that he's focused on this. Uh, he's, not, he's not concerned about who's coming in or who's coming out or next season. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's completely focused, like, like I know him well, on, on the four games left and try to help Arsenal to achieve their goals and, and for... For, for future, if he cannot deal with those speculations and those players coming in or coming out, uh, he cannot play for a club like Arsenal. And, you know, uh, if, if you focused on a- anything you cannot control, you will be lost. Uh, but if you focus on what you can control, like you can control on like your performance, uh, the task the coach give to you and... Uh, everything you need to do on, on on training sessions and games, blah blah, you you will be be much more uh, prepared and will be much more safe with you. You feel secure 
to do everything you should control. So I, I know Nuno well, and he's not he's not concerned about it. Lovely stuff. Joao, thank you so much for, for the chat this afternoon. I really appreciate it. It's great to get an insight into uh, into the mind of Nuno. And, you know, from what I think we've seen this season is is that he's still young and it's his first season in Premier League football. There are areas of development, definitely, but there are definitely signs of, of real potential that have, have maybe been forgotten very quickly and possibly too quickly by some of the Arsenal fan base but I think they should look at the positives for sure of what he's capable of but only time will tell what of course will happen but thank you Joao so much for your time really appreciate it thank you Tom and just to finish of course all the fans all the fans not only in Arsenal all the fans in the big clubs in the world they are all looking for performance indicators like uh, he's scoring he's defending he's, uh, everything connected with performance but uh, we have a different kind of uh, vision. We, when we look at a youngster like Nuno is, and the other ones are like, yeah, you, you suck uh, all the players you have in Arsenal, so young uh, and full of potential. Uh, we, we should look, and we, we used to look for uh, potential indicators, and they have those kind of indicators. And I believe uh, that's the main message to Arsenal fans at the moment you, you have so many young players you have a uh, top quality manager leading the process and uh, the future is, it will be uh, bright I, I have no any doubt I hope you're right I really do I think you are as well which is which is positive too and I'm looking forward to hopefully what will be a Champions League qualifying season um, for Arsenal as well thank you again Joao thank you we'll speak to you again soon at some point as well Um, and we wish you the absolute best of luck with the next step as well with whatever happens next Um, thank you everybody that's listened I hope you've enjoyed it if you have uh, do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new you'll be able to find more of our content over at football.london and read all more about Nuno Tavares into the season of course with Arsenal over over there and here too. See you soon and have a great day. And as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh,